it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Pray the Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Chance, the soulless ginger rapper, is at the helm. Uh, Puppet Master Mark is still MIA. We do not know his whereabouts. We should put out like a Amber Alert or something. <laughs> Everybody's phone go off. Missing Tate. We're missing a Tate. <laughs> you know what? What? Don't ever miss a Tate. It's a Candice is the queen of the Ethiopian. Speaking of um, nothing in particular. Do you take Amber Alerts seriously? I'm coming out of the um, gate hard hitting with with this. Honestly, this. no, because every time it goes off on my phone, I'm like these darn kids. And I'm these like, kids they run off. And what I have found, and you can disagree with me, hard hitting opening, is that is that usually it's like a dad that ran off with their kid. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Or like a mom that ran off with their kid. And then a parent reported it, and they weren't supposed to have their kid. And so now they're supposedly kidnapped. Well, they're supposed to be in danger of some type. Yeah, if, they're they're, missing, if they right? put an Amber Alert How out on How long does them. it take, Candace, to be a missing person before they'll report you as a missing person? Well, if you're over 18 years old, it's 48 hours. Like you a have month? to be. Well, yeah, pretty you much. You could just be on the lamb. You could be down in Galveston having mimosas. But then, if you reach a certain age, you get the silver alerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's true. And these old people apparently disappear a lot more than the kids. I know the human trafficking thing is like a where real are they going? deal. Where are they going? But they where are the they old do, people they going? They don't they're even going, know. No, they're going to the casino, and they get lost on the way. That is the truth, Steve. That's, that's the deal. That is. You old people, stop coming up with plans. They're like, I'm going to the casino and well, they do it. A- I'm going to be at Cherokee playing the slots with smoking cigarettes that you won't let me smoke because you're asshole kids and I want to be able to smoke while I have my oxygen in my nose. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. You don't? Really? I think I'm a big proponent of taking it's taking a- their keys. Really? Yeah. You think that people should hit an age where they just don't drive? Well, I think that once you hit a certain age, you should have to retake the driving test every my, well, and I test year or two. My grandfather, my late grandfather, my maternal grandfather, who, God bless him, I miss him every day of my life. He was my dear, dear friend and just love my grandfather. He's been gone now right at about 20 years. Let's round up a little bit, 20 years. We said that whenever he passed, that his guardian angels breathed a sigh of relief <laughs> because he gave zero care about what he did in traffic. Mm-hmm. Like he would just turn, you know, whatever. Right. The whole thing. Just, it He'll doesn't stop matter. stop for me. It's fine. Like, you know, yeah. let me get in this center lane to turn right. <laughs> yeah. That's a, it's the truth, it's man. It's dangerous. It's the truth. That's the way my dad got, and I had to be the one that went and took his keys away yep. from him, yep. and that was You're hard. a horrible is, son. It is hard. Horrible son. <laughs> no. Let me, tell you, let me tell you what I hope you drive. Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned and operated premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America. They import only the finest, highest quality beans from around the world, and they always roast to order their coffees for you after you place your order to ensure that you receive the freshest coffee available now they develop their explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus they learned as military members serving this great country all black rifle coffee company blends available in whole ground the beans uh you get the little rounds and the whole single serve coffee things that you put in your curry or whatever that stuff is you need to go to blackriflecoffee.com slash what are we watch chat 
Yeah. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash watch Chad. They're going to keep you moving, especially if you're 107 years old and trying to drive. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com slash watch Chad. Use code watch Chad. You'll get 20% off your first order, and that includes the coffee club. Join it. They'll deliver it every month. Love y'all. Be right back. Hey guys, we're back. Uh, let, me, let me tell you something. This is some breaking news. Now, obviously, this is Thursday. This is in the evening. We're recording this earlier on a Wednesday. But I know this is television. It's how we do things. There's breaking news, apparently. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but you know, the world doesn't hate us. They're not laughing at Donald Trump the way that we always say. They're laughing at Donald Trump. Oh, we're a laughing stock of the world. No, we're really not. Let's face it. If uh, Germany invaded Belgium or Russia invaded Belgium, who's going to come to their aid, right? We will, right? Mm-hmm. France isn't going to. They're not going to. We do it all. So, no, people appreciate a strong America, which was proven when Donald Trump got off the airplane, and went to the stadium, the cricket stadium, by the way. Who knew cricket had that big of an audience? 150,000 people in that stadium for cricket? And it's for cricket. Cricket. Well, some would say in, in the, like in the country. It's British baseball. <laughs> what? In the country of India, that's not that many people. It is a little overcrowded in the subcontinent of India. You're, yeah, you're I'm like right. 150,000 people. Like, that's, that's, like, uh, that's like 30,000 here, yeah. if that. <laughs> well, they didn't have anywhere else to go. The streets yeah. were crowded. But 150,000 people showed up for the Trump mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Which is really, like if you see it, it was spectacular. Oh, the yeah. reception there. And Trump was, you know, probably gave the greatest greatest speech India's ever heard. It was fantastic. It was amazing. Like probably the most perfect speech ever. <laughs> Um, and listen, man, they don't hate us. Like they respect Trump. You know, we had, uh, we've had people from other countries in here that said, we wish our country had a Trump. They do. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know that people are going to say, well, you know, Trump is this, he's crass, he's crude and all that. Okay. That's fine. But as I said on a podcast earlier this week, on a show earlier this week, I've been called racist, Nazi, homophobe, misogynist, bigot. I'm glad a barbarian that's a little crude is out there fighting for me. I'm really kind of happy about that. You know, I've said before, well, you don't trust his Christian faith, do you? I don't care about his Christian faith. He protects mine. That's all that matters. Yeah. And he protects yours, whatever your faith may be, if you're Jewish or Muslim, whatever. And people say, oh, he's got a Muslim ban. Oh, God, please save it. Save it. Save it. That's not true, and you know it. And the whole thing, you know, you see the meme every now and then that says where Trump says, well, you know, if I ever ran for anything, I'd run as a Republican because they're dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the easy. Most. He never said that. He never said that. You're, you mean to tell me a meme on the Internet is not true? Yeah. Wow. And like, OK, Candace, for me, like when a debate on the Internet takes place, which is like every post I make, somebody's got to get on there. The other day I posted, I said, who's voting for Donald Trump? Last I looked, and this was yesterday, it was like 35,000 reactions. Wow. 
So that's a lot on on a Facebook page, right? For me, it is. Yeah. 34,000 just reactions. I don't know what it is today. Probably another 10,000. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that sparked debate. All I asked was who is voting for Donald Trump? We all are. <laughs> we all are. So are you, those of you watching and listening. Of course you are. You know why? Now, you might not tell anybody. You might not tell anybody that you're voting for Donald Trump, but you are going to vote for Donald Trump. You know why? Because you're living your best life. It's true. You're living your best life. Hang on a second while I take a sip of my water. Well, I want to know really quickly who, like, I can't fathom any other world leader that I like enough to go sit in a jam-packed stadium of 150,000 other people just to, you know what I mean? Zhao Jinping? Yeah, I'm going to pass Ping on that Chang one. Chang? I mean, like, who else? You're That's exactly, a, you're, you're amazingly right, Sarah. It's incredible. Well, don't sound too surprised about it. I'm a little bit. But, I mean, it's so really incredible if you think it, about. That was a tremendous profundity. <laughs> the If you really think about, like, the significance of that. Yeah. There's no world leader that I would even think about doing that for. And yet they have the respect for Trump that they're willing to do that. Can you imagine what Donald Trump could accomplish? If he had support, if he truly had support, they loved him until he was president, Mm -hmm. until there was a chance. You remember when, um, oh God, who was interviewing Barack Obama? You remember Barry Sotero? Remember that guy when he was in, he was president apparently. Uh, He was number 44. And they were doing an interview about, do you, do you think that Donald Trump will ever be president? He's like, well, maybe in a Saturday night skit, comedy skit. What a douchebag! <laughs> what a douchebag! Barry said he was high. You know he was. He just didn't know. He doesn't know the country. Look, no, he doesn't know the country. He still doesn't know the country. He just bought a fifteen million dollar home a few months ago. He doesn't know the country. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, who is arguing onto the the debate stage about why he has three homes. To have a winter camp. Well, I got a winter camp. Uh, I mean, camp. like most Vermont people who, do. Who doesn't have a summer camp? Who doesn't have a summer camp? <laughs> Is it a winter camp or a summer camp? It's a summer camp. <laughs> don't you don't want a winter camp in Vermont. <laughs> no, you want to. <laughs> I mean, I have a home in D.C. I have a home in Burlington. I got a summer camp. Who doesn't have a <laughs> camp? Everybody's got a <laughs> camp. You know, that's what he wanted to say. Do you think Bernie drops F-bombs a lot? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you? Oh, I, I am sure he does. Yeah. I would love to hear He's it. He's a Yankee. Yeah. Yeah. Yankees cuss like it's nothing. They do. Like, right. Yeah. Like, they, they don't care. It's just a different mentality than in yeah. the South. <laughs> See, it's cr- in the South, it like sounds crude to your ears. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, my God, you've gotten so vulgar. No, I haven't gotten vulgar. <laughs> I've been there. Been there a long time, Candace. I don't know why I always reference Candace. It's like I'm talking to one of my children i mean like i'm not and i don't mean that in a demeaning or condescending way no, but i just care about her in that way it's just say, no it's because you know she disapproves check and balance kind of deal <laughs> you're trying to defend your you're trying to justify because yes. you see the look of disapproval on she her face disapprove but i think she's over it <laughs> let's talk about her like she's not in the room it's like, i think she's over it she's gotten callous she's, she's got a pretty thick hide but mm-hmm. mexicans do that you know it's true yeah <laughs> it's true if it wasn't for people of color, who would we make fun of, really? I mean, you know. You're welcome. I mean, Whiter people. Be. You're welcome. Yeah. Chance. <laughs> Look at Chance. Sorry, Chance. He's translucent. We were I trying to take the breath for you. I love that guy. He's yeah. basically see-through. <laughs> 
Your kids try to color you. <laughs> <laughs> they try to stay in the lines. <laughs> but Donald Trump goes in, right? 150,000 people. And what happens? Jim Acosta's there. And Jim Acosta starts trading barbs with the president. Because this guy, he's as much of an attention whore as Donald Trump is. And I'll say it, Donald Trump is an attention whore. From one attention whore to another, I can recognize it. (laughs) I understand narcissism. I've seen it. I don't know why you ugly people project that on me with your insecurities. (laughs) But it's true. Me and Donald. Listen, Donnie's hair is on point. I don't care what anybody says. That hair is flaff. Flaff. Do you know what flaff is? No, I don't I didn't even we know. We made that word up in college. It's a way of saying spectacular, like, ooh, that girl's so hot. We go flaff. <laughs> you know how on Wayne's World they go swing? We had flaff. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you just make up words to fit your We mood. made up words. And we also made up moo, M U. Like that was in high school, and we were like, smell like mirror. Like, if somebody was like nasty, we'd be like, they smell like mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had our own little vocabulary. Is that short for manure? <laughs> just mirror. It mirror. wasn't short for anything. We just made up a word, MU. Mirror. It was our little code. So, what, I got, what, what did Acosta? So, Jim Acosta, who's an attention whore, another narcissist, and Trump got onto him. This was right? in India? Yeah. So this is on Tuesday, press conference. Uh, Trump told him he should be ashamed. And, of course, he blasted CNN. Fake news. Fake news. Costa asked Trump if he would accept foreign interference in the upcoming election and how he could justify replacing Joseph McGuire as acting director of national intelligence. Uh, The president didn't appreciate the two-part question. He says, first of all, I wish I could do a Trump impersonation. I could do Bernie, but I can't do. He said, first of all, I want no help from any country, and I haven't been given help from any country. And he, folks, he hasn't. He hasn't. This is such a farce at this point. It is so dumb. Stop saying it. Did Russia interfere in our elections? Yes, they will again. But that doesn't mean he willingly accepted help from them. They're going to do it again. We interfere in their elections. They also sowed discord and they supported also Hillary, too, (laughs) and Bernie. Like, it wasn't just Trump. They they just want chaos. But a president of the United States is on foreign soil, and you have a U.S., you know, journalist over there asking dumbass questions like that. Mm -hmm. Harassing him on. And India is a very important country to the U.S. right now. Why? Because everything going on in China. Mm Mm-hmm. That we import and export more stuff. I mean, right up there close to China. Well, I want to tell you more about what Acosta said in a minute. But first of all, I care about you, so I'm going to tell you this. And it's shocking that your home can be stolen as easily as it can. Your home can be stolen. That's the brutal lesson that Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, literally took ownership of her home they stole glenn beck's home they did they did a former fbi agent came and said here it is he, he stole his title he showed him he yeah. said all i have to do is sign this glenn beck uh, yeah of they, all they forged his name yeah. and they they could have filed it and they it would have been the whole thing done in an instant 
thieves legally owned Deborah's home, and she got evicted. Spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get it back. Lost $85,000 in escrow. FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest-growing crimes, and you do not want to be next. That's why I urge you to protect the online title to your home with home title lock the legal documents to your our our homes are kept online where thieves hunt them they forge them uh they take the documents that state you sold your home and then they borrow against your home and they stick you with the payments no insurance or bank is going to protect you from that home title lock does you could already be a victim of title fraud and you might not even know it so i want you to go to hometitlelock.com enter the code chad for one month free of protection who knows you might already be a victim They'll tell you if you are. So get the one month free. Go to hometitlelock.com, hometitlelock.com. Use promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. You want to know where I am right now? You say, well, you're in Studio 22. We have an ongoing thing when we're on YouTube. Steve, you've seen it because I try to watch with everybody when it airs on YouTube, uh, when it's live. Candace doesn't, um, but I do. You know why, Candace? I care about your work. I want to see your work. And so when I comment, there was a troll on there once upon a time who said, this isn't really Chad. How can he be talking and be commenting this is fake this is a fake chad and i was like okay and then i like even commented i said well i'm about to say this <sighs> and they were like no uh-uh and i'm like okay well fake chad tells the future he's telepathic apparently so now when i go on there over everybody when i comment i'm like hey everybody happy monday or wednesday tuesday thursday whatever and they're like oh it's fake chad, fake fake chad. chad. Fake chad. i do it too chad. i call you fake chad fake on there too that's funny yeah. i i got called fake the other day when i was on one of my YouTube yeah, but for different reasons. Well, that's fair. But I mean, they were a like... a lot of you is plastic and silicone. It's not! <laughs> Don't perpetuate this rumor. <laughs> Candace. A lot hey, going on here. How much is a photo of your feet going for these days? A lot on, of hard work. Um, I don't know, but I would like to get in on it. Yeah. I guess there's... The, someone told me just the other day again there you know you're on wiki feet i'm like i got it that's disgusting i got it look you here the, you can see you a, got the bossy second toe a peep do i yeah it's a little bit longer it just kind of hangs it, out there but it's being it just, crushed it just, right now it just kind of hangs out there like a see like you girls y'all ruin your feet with these shoes it's true we do y'all do i mean that's why they your toes are all crushed in because i know it's like the the japanese princesses you know, they used to bind their feet when they were babies, and they'd bend them over and bind them so their feet's folded because that I was the whole just... idea so they could wear small shoes so their feet would look smaller. But they couldn't yeah. walk, so they had to be carried everywhere. Ooh. Know, they were in their little carriages, and they, they a... you know, put them up on their shoulders because that was the attractive thing. Is, but, I mean, it's imagine that girl kicking off them shoes on your <laughs> wedding night. I mean, that'd be, like, freaky. I'm like, whoa, girl, what can you do with that? You know? <laughs> put it to good use. Have you ever read um, what's that geisha book? The uh, the last geisha. What was it? Memoirs of a geisha. Memoirs of a geisha. Mm. Have you ever read that book? I, I didn't see the movie, but it was a fantastic book. It was a fantastic book. I would like that. Like sometimes I read books and I read everything. Sometimes I read books and I don't want to see the movie because that's gonna mess it up. Oh, like if it's if the book is really good, oh, yeah. you don't like want to see. It's so good, like Dennis Lehane books. Like um, Mystic River and 
Shutter Island and um, various others that Dennis Lehane's written. Uh, Those made serious. Like, like they put mm-hmm. Ben Affleck in the the Cuban, Florida, whatever that movie was. Like that was a fantastic book, and they made Ben Affleck, who's retarded, <laughs> play the part. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, damn! I just watched this. I rented this on Apple TV for four ninety nine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just love the books. Like my time. I'm gonna get back into Jim Acosta in a minute because he's a prick. Hard hitting. Hard hitting. I get like I look forward every night to my to reading. That's my time. That's me. Who are you talking to? Uh, I was just sent Who a picture. I just Sarah? sent I was sent a picture of my cat. And Sarah, I was, you were sent a picture of your cat? I was deleting the notification. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hot cat lady. I'll say that. Thank you. There's not, many, there's not many of us. Her we, cat we, has a heart murmur. It's having an echocardiogram. It's true. Tomorrow. You said put the cat down. That's not what I said. Oh, yes, he did. He said, oh, I've got two bullets and a gun. No, that's and not what I said. Take care of that deal. I said, mm. where I come from. <laughs> 22 we bullets. We buried it up to its neck and run over it with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. That's, that's cruel. Oh, uh, yeah, that's cruel and unusual. I like outside Peter. cats. Like barn cats, but not I inside. Like cats. I don't like inside the house cats. I do like cats. You would, you sh- you'll meet my cat, and you'll my like him. wife He's lost a cat my cat on purpose. What? Yeah. Why? Are you one of those people that let your cat out at night in the no. neighborhood? My cat, Cotton, may he rest in peace. God only knows what he's doing these days. It's been years. <laughs> Cotton used to enjoy going out and spending half an hour with the dogs in the backyard he'd go out there and play with the dogs Mm -hmm. and then we'd let him back in he'd wait at the door at exactly 30 minutes he'd come back in wow i went in one morning and the cat wasn't there and i went back in and i asked jade i said where is cotton and she goes oh I let him out yesterday, and I didn't let him back in. Cotton was AWOL. Oh, no. He was no. gone. Do you think Jade put up a poster? <laughs> like, call this number if you see this cat? I'm going to guess no. no. <laughs> now, let me explain to you the significance of the name Cotton. I gave her that cat on our second anniversary, which is the Cotton anniversary. So I oh, gave her a little no. kitten, pretty little kitten. <laughs> oh, She's never lost a Tiffany's bag. <laughs> She's never lost a diamond bracelet. She's never lost pearl earrings. She lost that damn cat. Aww. She lost my damn cat. And I'm mm. not over it. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't fond of your no, two-year anniversary. She was not fond of it at all. But I like cats. Right? Yeah. I like dogs. I like cows. I like cows. I don't get to bring one of those home. <laughs> But I have some on another piece of property. I want one in the backyard. And the reason I want one in the backyard is because my dogs bark when anything is going on. And I've had to teach my wife, yeah, to not get on to the dogs or scold them whenever they bark because that is their job. So whenever somebody's walking by the fence, they let them know they're there. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, just yesterday, we have the pest control people who come out there and spray the yard, and they're quite annoying because they knock and they ring and they knock and they ring, and I'm just trying to sleep an extra hour. <laughs> they haven't called to let me know they're coming. Steve, that is what they call the coronavirus. You just sprayed. <laughs> it all was a little over the sneeze, pub. and I covered it. So then they start trying to. They they start. I can see them on my cameras outside the house, right? Mm-hmm. And then they start walking around the back, and sure as sure as whatever, Willie's like, they can hear him, and, and so him, and I'm like, that's my boy. You chew that dick, anyway. Glenn Beck's. Is, you think Glenn's ever said dick on the air? No. No. I love Glenn Beck. Our families are getting together. Are they? Yeah, we are. Wow. We're going go, to hang at the bunker. Listen, <laughs> what are you shaking your head for? You don't watch this show. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, our neighbor behind us, uh, she's, she gets bothered. Mm. when the dogs bark and she'll text jade and so jade gets nervous when the dogs start barking so she immediately she like she'll get out of bed she'll go in there and she goes good job but then she'll text and i'm like please have her text me because her kids swim in the pool at night they play basketball oh. out back at night i can hear their music they're mm-hmm. <laughs> I see I thought she had a case but no now she does not I don't feel bad for her anymore I can hear it all night long yeah and at two o'clock in the morning Mm-mm. well why don't you text her because I don't care I like it I don't care it's so kids you, being kids can you sleep through it yeah but I'm like it's kids being kids yeah just like dogs being dogs like mind your own mm-hmm. suck it up there's other neighborhood dogs that bark. You know why my dogs bark in the middle of the night? You've heard them. Other dogs bark. That and coyotes. Coyotes. Coyotes, oh. and coyotes that are off in the woods. Yeah. What are we going, 10 minutes? 12? Okay. I have more to say. How, well, how long does do the dogs have to bark for your neighbor to, to text? Is it just like a very quick or is no, it an ongoing? She texts whenever. Uh, and, and if you're watching, I love you, but stop. <laughs> Um, she does it when they bark early in the morning okay which is valid but i mean i don't text her at 2 a.m right 1 a.m those so if they bark at 6 a.m the sun comes up the dogs are going to bark a little bit mm-hmm. eh, go about 30 seconds you know if the fire oh, truck goes by they're going to howl yeah that's because they're going to you know they got to join forces <laughs> but the and fire truck do, man the fire truck's already woken you up though yeah. So it's not the dog's fault. Yeah. It's the fire truck's fault. Well, when I hear the fire truck, I wake up to see if Jade's cooking. <laughs> True story. The fire the fire department has come. I honestly think at this point, Jade sets stuff on fire just so the fire guys will come. <laughs> it's I a mean, pretty solid what strategy. girl does it, right? And she cooks naked, strategy. so that's yeah. kind of... <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's something there. Maybe. She answers the door naked, too. She takes the kid to school without a bra on. Does that bother you? Doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't bother me either. <laughs> Which school? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. No, she does. Like every morning, she'll get up, whatever. And takes him to school, 7 o'clock, and drops him off. She never wears a bra. I'm like, what if you're in an accident? Does that bother you at all? Mm. Doesn't bother. 
I'll do the same thing. Nah, it is what it is. It's fine. I don't believe in bras. Uh, my heart was opened up to that reality uh, in Paris, of all places, <laughs> in 1995. Uh, oh, Parisian the- girls in the airport uh, wearing V-neck t-shirts and no bra. I liked it. It's a fantastic thing. Really? I mean, why is it that like man nipples don't turn you on? Like girls don't get turned on by man nipples. Like Steve, Do you you'll know back why? me up. Chance, I'm not gonna put Chance on the spot, but like <laughs> we want to see all the boobs. Okay, the reason is guys can walk around anytime with no shirt on, uh-huh. and so it's, it's, not, not, it's, it's not taboo. It's, it's yeah. not taboo. Yeah. It's nothing. If girls walked around like that, it wouldn't take very long. And I've been to countries where topless beaches and stuff like that, yeah. and it's kind of it was really cool at first. But then <laughs> you ever after been to a nudist colony. I've never been to a nudist ten, colony. Ten seconds. I've, we got to get out of here, but let's, and we're going to come back. So just hold your nipples. <laughs> the most disgusting thing you'll ever see is on a nudist colony. We'll talk more about that when we come back. <laughs> so anyway, now that you have that image in your head, let's get back to Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta, uh, of course, he told, you know, President Trump told Acosta, like, this shouldn't happen on an international stage. If you see what CNN, your wonderful network, said, I guess they apologized in a way. Didn't they apologize for the fact they said certain things that weren't true? Tell me, what was their apology yesterday? What did they say? And Acosta said, Mr. President, I think our record on delivering the truth is a lot better than yours sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Trump said, your record is so bad that you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You've probably the worst record in the history of broadcasting. <laughs> oh, he said, as far as McGuire is concerned, he's a terrific guy. But on March 11, his time ended anyway. His time came up. So we would have had to, by statute, we would have had to change him anyway. So, um, yeah. So then... Acosta asked if the acting director of national intelligence, who's gay, by the way. Mm-hmm. You mean Trump has somebody that works Come for him in, that's gay? In the role a homophobe. of the director of national intelligence. So look, when you start talking about collusion and Russia and interference, all that, don't be a homophobe. Don't be a homophobe. There's a gay man at the helm, okay? And gay people and people of color do no wrong. They do no wrong. And women's most of the time, right? Oh, yeah. Got you, two of those you got nailed. got two out of three. Nailed. And I'm not so certain that I wouldn't bet against <laughs> you doing the third at least once in your life. So, yes, we're talking to five different people right now. I think all people that you know, all people that you respect, and I'll make a decision probably over the next week or two weeks. We have some very good people. Probably the best people on the planet. <laughs> you didn't say that. I said that. Um, Acosta said about mcguire was he forced out because he wasn't sufficiently loyal i hate that guy i mean like he's the worst he really is i mean come on dude you just know and and honestly trump just responds to the ribbing right yeah you know yeah i just imagine traveling all that way to india just to harass the president yeah. like you don't do it enough in I've your own country india I had Montezuma's revenge. Well, it wasn't Montezuma. It was King David's revenge, whatever you want to call it in India. I had, I had Gandhi's revenge. God, you want to talk about getting the shits, man. You eat that curry? 
I can't eat curry to this day. Because of that? No, because I was in Nigeria and I had curried chicken and I got dysentery. Oh. Um, and I almost died. I lost 20 pounds in three days. Wow. That's, that's quite a, a diet plan. plan. Yeah. That's... <laughs> People say, well, that ain't physically possible. Oh, I did it. I lost 20 pounds in three days. Ugh. You don't think you can get rid of that much water weight? Brother, I was dry. Then they knocked me out for another two days with Finnegan. I was in the middle of nowhere. I can't believe you survived. Little. I almost died. Yeah, I mean, 20 kidding. pounds in three days sounds like it. Thank God I was traveling with doctors. Yeah. I was in uh, Little Gombe, Nigeria, which is nowhere. <laughs> Flat. Sub-Saharan. I had to walk 100 yards from the house to the outhouse all night long. Jeez. And I was like, please, God, send a lion. There's really no lions in Nigeria. <laughs> Little ones. They're like dogs. Aww. I was like, send one to kill me. <laughs> Please kind of run into a boom slang, which is the second most poisonous snake on the planet. They are in Nigeria. Uh, to just kill me. Put me out of my misery. And the outhouse, which was kind of genius, it was built like a, a shell. It was like a, like a snail shell. It mm -hmm. went circled in. And um, you know how when you're like nauseous, and you're on the toilet and you pull the trash can up. Well, I was in sub-Saharan Africa, so I just shit and puked at the same time, right there on the ground. <sighs> it was amazing. Oh. Almost died. Candace, you want to talk about dehydrated. To this day, like I, I went in there. These were little missionaries who were standing at their house, a little mud hut, literally in the middle of nowhere. The stars were so bright you could just reach up and grab them. They were from New Zealand, sweet little couple. And I got up and I went into the kitchen. I was so sick and so thirsty. And they had a Sprite. And they had cups made of tin, little metal cups. And I'd try to drink out of that, out of the cup, mm -hmm. right? To this day, I can't put a metal anything to my mouth. Really? This was 1996. This was January 1996. To this day, I can't put metal in my mouth. So you can't do a, a Moscow mule? No. No. Wow. God, no. Oh, I get, I, honest to God, it turns my stomach You're to like, watch Bleh. people drink them. Really? I can't, you, I cannot wow. put a metal anything in my mouth. I think you have PTSD. Almost died. I know. Almost died. I'm when they finally not, gave I'm me that joking. shot of Finnegan, I slept for two days. Didn't wake yes. up for two days. They, they put, basically put me in a coma. I was done. I have pictures of myself. Of how emaciated I was. I was already pretty thin. I mean, you know, you're in your 20s. You're mm -hmm. skinny, thin. Well, you weren't, but the, uh, uh, I, uh, <laughs> you were a fat ass. <laughs> I mean, well, until I was like, not? I was. Okay, then shut up. Not uh, all of my 20s. But I was skinny. I was fit, man. I was reasonably fit. And then I lost all this weight. And I, I have a big head. So I kind of look like a spoon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> lost all this one. Fit right in, just the wrong color. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I miss those guys, man. Those Nigerians, they're racist. This has been Storytime with Chad Prather. <laughs> um, so suck it, Jim Acosta. He's the worst. He needs to get dysentery. Well, <laughs> nobody's watching CNN anyway, so that's the only way they can get some, you let me, know. Let me, let me explain to you how true that is. And first of all, let me go back and make sure I made my point. Um, I had curried chicken that day, <laughs> so I don't eat curry anymore. <laughs> um, Brian Stelter Ugh. recently had, here's his numbers for his show. 
He is such a prick. He is such a thumb-looking, dirty Q-tip. He looks like headed. a penis. He's just, I don't know what yeah, penises you've been looking at, but I saw one that looked like Brian Stelter. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of jokes. 85,000 people. That's all that we're watching. No. 85,000 people. We get more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. CNN's fell off the, it's way down there on the. Wow. 85,000 people watching Brian Stelter's show. That's nobody. On CNN, are you kidding me? This guy is a joke. That's incredible. I would quit. I would quit. He's too prideful for that. Yeah. I used to watch. uh, You know what I enjoyed? I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. I was saying I used to watch CNN. I'd watch Como when he was in the morning. This is before before Donald Trump. (laughs) Fredo. Yeah, Fredo. He can't say the name. uh, Just call him Chris. Chris Como. Cuomo, Cuomo, Chris Green. Cuomo. however you say it, Cuomo. Chris Green. I don't know, C U O M A or something. I don't M O. It doesn't matter. It doesn't but I matter. used, no, I enjoyed that show. Up. I enjoyed that yeah, show, and now I flip it over to the morning show on CNN, and they're just so it's just so drab. I can't, I can't and do it. Negative Mm-mm. and just there's no life. There's no energy. It's not only that they don't report the actual important things. They yeah. they spend an hour and a half on Trump tweets. Well, Trump yeah, makes some money. But, Trump if they would at least if they would brighten it up and make it even make the po- make the negative positive mm-hmm. it would be enjoyable it's not nothing i don't need my news to be enjoyable we're i just at, need it to be important I, I just want my news yeah and again i hate being the prophet that i am sometimes because i am a prophet it's a tough life and i said it 25 years ago there's no way 24 7 news cycles can last without it creating a problem and that's what we have mm-hmm. i said it Almost 20, 30 years ago, uh, in an outhouse while I was shitting. <laughs> I don't, but I don't want to. I don't want to turn on the news and it's just boring. Well, no, I but, but I, mean, I, don't I don't need, need a my news. Like, like, I don't, okay, uplifting. the way NPR or BBC gives the news, I enjoy. Yeah, like, just give me the or Town Hall, just give me the news. But tell me, me what's going on. Yeah, the important. I don't stuff. need you to to to, to but, fancy it up. I don't need you well, to do it. I don't need stuff. that either. But when everything is done from an angle of let's see how. Drabby and sad. So people ask can, me all the time. Pathetic we can make it. People ask me all the time, where do I get my news sources? Um, the News and Why It Matters. I get it from the News and Why It Matters. <laughs> I, a lot of times, I don't know what happened in the day until I get my news from Twitter, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I go find out what's going on, and then if it's something that's worthwhile, I will investigate it, mm-hmm. right? But I do watch the News and Why It Matters because mm. it's, it's solid analysis of what happened in that day in the top headlines. Um, my favorite show. It's my favorite show on the blaze. No, I'm serious. I love it even more than this one. No. Well. Now I know you're lying. No, I do love that show. It's fun. I love being on that show. It's fun. Yeah, it's a fun show. We're doing 10 that's, or 12. That's what we do for you, Steve. Yeah. We bring you the news and we don't, we don't try to make yeah, it trap. We it's make it just fun. Not, yeah, it doesn't have to be fun. Yeah. Just doesn't have to be just so negative. Why drabby. you gotta be so gay? <laughs> And what Why do you need your news like that, man? I just need my news. You know the National Intelligence Director is gay. Don't care. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg and Don Lemon, they wanted to get it on the other night mm-hmm. on CNN. I, it was like, sick, yeah. dude. I was like, I don't care. Like, did you even know who Don Lemon was three years ago? Trump made that guy. Yeah. Brian Stelter? You, you watched that crap. Yeah. You watched Chris Como? Yeah. What a douche. <laughs> he turned that way. He used yeah. to be Trump. Well, Trump does that. He, yeah, he used to like has. Trump. They had a good relationship <laughs> and ran for president. And all of a sudden, he just 
Well, it's good for rate. It's good for money. What it was, but no apparently it didn't no work for CNN. It. Yeah, not really. <laughs> well, I don't know. How, I don't. That's really. a. We've talked more about CNN today strategy. on this show than we've we've never really talked yeah. about CNN. They're cats. Speaking of cats, that chase the laser pointer. Yeah, that's what they do. I don't know. I you know I. Of course you're going to vote for Trump. I mean, of course you're going to vote for Trump. Already did. Why? But yeah, but yeah, in the primary. But why wouldn't you vote for Donald Trump? I, he doesn't have to please your senses. His hair's on point, though. That hair is tight, Candace. Is your life good right now? My life is. So, look, I said it earlier this week. When I, we had all these country singers in here sitting at the bar, we are a throwaway commodity, mm. right? You don't have to have us. We're not morticians, We're not surgeons. You can you can cancel your subscription at any time. You don't have to come to a live show. I encourage you to do it. Go to watchchat.com and find me. But people are doing it. Yep. They're filling up auditoriums. You know why? Because the economy is good. It's so good. Disposable income. Yep. There's I gotta go, man. My Rolex is gonna be sitting on the front porch. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. We'll be right back. <laughs> chill today you know yeah picking on candace a little bit <laughs> chance steve thank you for sitting in of course yesterday and today and just it's been a out. while you're my work wife i am you're my work wife i don't care i don't care if your husband hears me saying i'll say it in front <laughs> of him he's hurt you say it i know doesn't bother him i love you so much i know i, I love do. you you encourage me I try. We text one another through the, and no, we're not staying horned. No, no, it's not. It's not like that. Like, it's like sister love. Yes, sibling love. I love him that way. I've slept in the same bed with that man a couple of times, naked. You send him nudes too? No, no, he's seen it. <laughs> he's seen it firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I appreciate? I appreciate everybody watching. I appreciate those of you. You know why it matters to me? Because. Candace and Chance and Candace and Mark and Candace and Candace, they work so hard. They do. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. This is a quality podcast. This is a quality show. You you can have fun, you can hang out, you can chill, and you can actually learn something. Or at least get an opinion. You can disagree with it. We're happy for you to disagree. I don't even agree with myself all the time. <laughs> you know? I mean it's not Glenn Beck. That's boring. And Glenn's a hell of a storyteller. Don't yes. get me wrong. He's yes. a hell of a storyteller. Just, it takes him a long time to do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you be like on radio. I like to put you on the spot. Uh, I love you, Glenn. We're, our families are getting together. I don't know if you knew that. I had heard that recently. Oh, Glenn. No, Steve. Just no. I can read your mind. No, you're not like, coming, Steve. Can you imagine Glenn didn't Steve ask Glenn Glenn back if house? I was no. coming hanging out? No. That would be a disaster. Really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> you're saying I can't hang with Glenn? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go sit in his office when we get through with here, oh and me God. and him are going to hang out. I have never sat in Glenn's office with Glenn. You haven't? No. Oh, never. it's very intimidating. I don't get intimidated. All right. I'm going to go sit in there. Okay. I mean, Glenn's a big guy. I don't know if people realize. Will somebody guy. preoccupy that Irish security 
guy for a little while. Craig's like, I I wasn't going to say his name. No, he said, I heard you said my name on the show. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, son of a bitch. I've been 37 years under the radar and you said my name. Glenn said his name the other day. Listen, we got to get out of here. Go to watchchad.com. Get all the fun stuff. Thank you for tuning in and subscribe. Rate us. We love you. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. 